In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Good morning everyone and welcome to our celebration of Mass. As you know, over the last uh, 24 hours we have gone into a new stage of the restrictions under the pandemic, so I just want to say that I'm remembering you in a special way in the prayers of the Mass today and in my own thoughts as well too. Uh, it's a very difficult time for all of us and we pray for strength uh, to meet the challenge of these times. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, by whom we are redeemed and receive adoption, look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters, that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Dear friends, you must keep clear from idolatry. I say to you as sensible people, judge for yourselves what I am saying. The blessing cup that we bless is a communion with the blood of Christ, and the bread that we break is a communion with the body of Christ. The fact that there is only one loaf means that, though there are many of us, we form a single body because we all have a share in this one loaf. Look at the other Israel, the race, where those who eat the sacrifices are in communion with the altar. Does this mean that the food sacrificed to idols has a real value, or that the idol itself is real? Not at all. It simply means that the sacrifices that they offer, they sacrifice to demons who are not God. I have no desire to see you in, com in communion with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot take your share at the table of the Lord and at the table of demons. Do we want to make the Lord angry? And are we stronger than he is? The word of the Lord. A thanksgiving sacrifice I make to you, O Lord. How can I repay the Lord for his goodness to me? The cup of salvation I will raise, I will call on the Lord's name. A thanksgiving sacrifice I make, I will call on the Lord's name. My vows to the Lord I will fulfil before all his people. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, There is no sound tree that produces rotten fruit, nor again a rotten tree that produces sound fruit. For every tree can be told by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorns, nor gather grapes from brambles. A good person draws what is good from the store of goodness in their heart. A bad person draws what is bad from the store of badness. For someone's words flow out of what fills their heart. And why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? Everyone who comes to me and listens to my words and acts in them, I will show you what they are like. They are like someone who, when they built a house, dug and dug deep and laid foundations on rock. When the river was in flood, it bore down on the house, but could not shake it. It was so well built. But the one who listens and does nothing is like someone who built their house on soil with no foundations. As soon as the river bore down on it, it collapsed. And what a ruin the house became. The Gospel of the Lord. This morning we continue our reading from St Paul's letter to the Corinthians. As I've mentioned to you before, it's probably written at Ephesus around about the year 52-54 and uh, St Paul writes it on his second missionary journey. He knows this community at Corinth well uh, but has heard things that is disturbing him about it. And one of the things that is a perennial difficulty for the Old Testament, but also maybe some of these early Christians, is that they mix and match things. Um, and by that, what I mean is that they very often uh, have practices from their own Judaic uh, religion and then also mix them with things around about them, cults and uh, idolatry of uh, different gods that are uh, worshipped in the, the towns and cities that they belong to. It's almost as if they're keeping all their options open. And St Paul himself seems to have heard that's exactly what some of these early Christians are doing, uh, that they're celebrating the Eucharist, but they're also uh, sacrificing to idols. Um, again, that thing about keeping all your options open. And it's the occasion for St Paul himself to, to speak about the Eucharist itself, uh, there are many people that uh, celebrate the Eucharist, but there's only the one bread uh, that they use, the one loaf. And of course what he means by that is that the Eucharist itself brings a unity amongst them, a unity in mind and heart and purpose. Uh, and it's that sense in which you know, they don't go off in an, another direction or, or they don't choose something else uh, to, to go alongside it, but, but they're all unified in one mind and one heart, one body around uh, the Eucharist itself. And it's a lovely and powerful image of those early Christians, isn't it? 
that growing sense of the importance of the Eucharist, that to celebrate the Eucharist brought unity of mind, uh, unity of purpose, unity in their hearts and unity in their efforts, uh, and that they didn't feel the need then to, to go to any other form of worship or any other gods or whatever it might have been. Today also uh, uh, we hear of some of the the sayings, uh, if you like, that Jesus had. And if you were at Mass yesterday, then you would have heard that uh, image that Jesus used of the no one follows the the blind man. If you follow the blind man, you'll fall, fall into the pit. Uh, and Jesus very often, I imagine, uh, used uh, familiar sayings that would have been known to the people at the time, uh, yet he kind of gives them a, a different uh, meaning or a different twist, if you like. And uh, I sense that in the reading of today's Mass, where Jesus himself talks about no sound tree uh, produces rotten uh, fruit, and no rotten tree produces sound fruit. I can imagine that, that was probably a saying that, that might have been used frequently uh, in the time in which Jesus himself lived. And it's easy to understand just exactly what it means that, that uh, if there's some rotten intention in your heart, uh, then uh, you can't expect uh, good deeds to come from it. But if you've got a good heart and good intentions, uh, then good will come uh, from that. Um, I suppose uh, we know that ourselves, that, that it's easy to judge that, isn't it? You know, the, reactions sometimes that come from people are, are uh, not well intentioned or not uh, good purposes behind them but very often we notice when people do good things they come from a person with a good heart if you like uh, and the second thing that Jesus has to say today in the gospel I think is important as well you know we know that ourselves that, that very often it's not the people that continually say that they believe or that they you know are doing all the right things that uh, necessarily uh, are doing the right things um, and Jesus uses that image of of the person who, who builds on on solid ground and uh, solid foundations as the person uh, who who's doing the right thing but very often if you if you build on on uh, a place where uh, the foundations won't be strong, then you, then it won't work out, and it's like that itself in, in the Christian life too. If you, if you don't build on, on the strong uh, foundations or the the strong rock or the the, the soil in which the, the foundations are, are planted, if you like, uh, then then very often uh, when difficulties come, very often. Uh, you're kind of blown away by those things as well. So today we, we recognise that it's all about the heart that's within us, isn't it? You know, that feeling that we that we have to train our, our heart from it because it's from that place that good things come and good intentions and a good purpose. Um, uh, and yet the heart very often can deceive us, we, we, can, uh, we can allow the heart itself to, to lead us in certain directions. Um, 
you have to train that heart that's within you in order to respond to what God himself wishes of you in your life. So we want to build our life on strong foundations. We want to have a pure heart. Uh, we want to follow the Lord. We want to sit at that table that he invites us to, to share in that one bread that he invites us to take part from the one Eucharist. And find that way in life, through all the difficulties of life, uh, trying to do his will, trying to do the things that he asks of us, following the path that he would wish for us to follow. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who give us the gift of true prayer and of peace, graciously grant that through this offering we may do fitting homage to you, and by partaking in the sacred mystery we may be faithfully united in mind and heart. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift, since our praises add nothing to your greatness, but profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. And so, in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them, upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. 
Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who will live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Grant that your faithful, O Lord, whom you nourish and endow with life through the food of your word and heavenly sacrament, may so benefit from your beloved Son's great gifts that we may merit an eternal share in his life, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. And we ask Mary's special protection and help for us in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. Just to say to you that although the restrictions have come upon us again at this time, um, there will be Mass tomorrow morning at 10, 12 and 6. So that's as, just as normal, and the weekday Masses will be as normal as well. Uh, so it's only restrictions, obviously, about going into people's houses and so on. So uh, just ask you again to be very careful in these times. Um, obviously, there is a greater um, the 
spread of the, the virus is uh, upon us, if you like, and so we have to uh, be extra careful uh, in these days. So, so please watch out for yourself and obviously do all the things that are necessary to safeguard others too. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.